Welcome to Whispered Mind, the empath and the narcissist podcast. I am your host, Hadil, and today's topic is the good, the bad, and the ugly of the narcissistic relationship. I would love to start today's episode by sharing with you my all-time favorite quote. I have learned silence from the talkative, toleration from the intolerant, and kindness from the unkind, yet strange, I am ungrateful to those teachers. And this quote is by uh, Khalil Gibran. This quote to me has been so powerful since the first time I heard it many years ago. It came at a time right after I set myself free from my awful narcissistic experience. It resonated with me right to my core and moved me to tears. And it still does today. The narcissist in my life at the time tried to silence me and suppress my desire to talk or express my opinions and thoughts or just be my authentic self. Whilst he was allowed to talk, in fact, he demanded attention and thrived when focus was on him. He talked and talked and talked and was quite fast-paced and loud in volume. He talked whether there was value or not in what he was saying. It didn't matter as long as he talked and people noticed him. Not only did it matter that people noticed him, it mattered that his perception was that people admired him. The first part of this quote, I have learned silence from the talkative, to me is where that experience taught me the importance of expressing my authentic thoughts and opinions, but to try to come from a place of wisdom, awareness, reflection. I also learned the value of truly listening to others to really hear what they're saying. If you pay attention to people that you interact with on a daily basis, whether that's at work or with friends or when out socializing, whatever the context is, pay attention to who is really listening to you and seems really interested in your story or what you have to say. More often than not, people listen to respond and they're eager to tell their side of the story or share their opinion. How do you feel when you're in a conversation with someone who's really listening to you and is really interested in what you have to say versus someone who is not paying much attention and is more interested in talking about themselves? So listening is a big part of communication and is as important as talking, sharing and expressing your authentic thoughts and opinions on life or topics of interest. The second part of the quote, toleration from the intolerant, is so powerful. My narcissistic experience and since then what I have learned of other narcissistic experiences too taught me how intolerant narcissists are. They're intolerant of you and of other people too as long as these people do not serve the selfish narcissist's agenda. 
To be in a relationship with someone who's intolerant of you, what makes you beautiful and unique, is painful because it feels like a rejection of the self. And rejection is always painful. As humans, we all want to be accepted and respected and loved. I certainly craved that. And when all I got was rejection and intolerance, it fed into my sense of insecurity and heightened my anxiety. I didn't know it at the time, but narcissists do this on purpose. They belittle and demean you through their, sometimes very subtle, gaslighting. And this is your typical devaluation phase. And they reject you or remove affection. And this is your typical discard phase. And then from time to time, when it suits their agenda, they show you affection for a brief time. And this is your typical love bombing or idealization phase. So know this, when the narcissist is being intolerant of you, this is part of their manipulation tactics, which allow them to have the upper hand, to win, to stay in control and have power over you, which feeds their ego. Invalidating your feelings gives them a sense of validation. That's where the intolerant part comes in. And that was the realization for me that I decided to become even more tolerant of people, especially people who deserve my time and attention and deserve to be treated with tolerance and compassion. The next part of the quote, kindness from the unkind. This one resonated the strongest. When you face cruelty, unkindness and really awful treatment on a daily basis for a number of years, it chips away at your spirit and you reach a point where you feel broken. I truly believe that some of the kindest, most giving people in the world are the ones that have been broken by awful experiences. In my case, I reached a point where I felt so utterly broken. My heart was broken and my spirit was completely shattered. This was the point where I questioned the reason for my existence and I was so confused as to how I could go on. My wounds were deep and I didn't know where I could even begin to heal or find the strength to go on. Of course I did, in time, on my journey to healing, and I like to call it my journey to self-discovery. I reflected on what the narcissistic experience taught me, and one of the key learnings was the value of kindness and compassion towards other people. And even more importantly, first and foremost, kindness and compassion towards myself. Not easy at first, but when it becomes your intention, you find the will to practice self-compassion and self-love. I can't emphasize enough how important that is. The final part of the quote, yet strange, I am ungrateful to those teachers. Of course, anyone who experiences a relationship with a highly narcissistic person would not consciously choose that kind of relationship. You may or may not be grateful for the learnings. 
But it's certainly hard to be grateful to the narcissist who treated you so poorly for the duration of the relationship. Practicing gratitude is important because you and I cannot change experiences that we've already lived through. And we can't change the fact that these experiences have played a massive role in shaping us and impacting how we evolved from that point on. These are elements that are completely out of our control. However, it's important to remember that there are elements within our control. We have control over managing our emotions, reactions, becoming aware of what triggers us and managing those triggers. We have control over our thoughts, opinions, likes and dislikes, and more importantly, over our standards and values. We have control over whether we choose to build our confidence, self-belief, self-worth, and step into our higher, more empowered self. So in reflection over the good, the bad and the ugly of the narcissistic relationship, in terms of good, it's down to the individual person to decide what good did come of their own experience. Some might say, my kids were the good part. Another person might say, the lessons learned. Another person might say that the experience has led them to be in a certain line of work. In my case, it's in supporting women break free from their own narcissistic experience. It's to build a positive, healthy relationship with themselves and to empower them to make decisions that positively support them and their lives. This is the best thing that came out of uh, my own narcissistic experience, being able to offer my knowledge and share my heart and parts of myself to the world at large. The bad and the ugly combined are the unfortunate behavioral patterns of the narcissist during the relationship, the impact that has on people subjected to those behaviors. Living with a highly narcissistic, emotionally abusive, manipulative person is incredibly painful and challenging. It impacts your mental health, hinders how you function in normal day-to-day and depletes your energy to the extent that you find yourself running on empty. Narcissistic relationships are the saddest relationships. You lose your sense of self. You feel unhappy and struggle to even understand why. The narcissist thrives on causing chaos and confusion in your mind and you constantly question your reality. If your your current reality is existing within a narcissistic relationship, then start protecting your energy. Start taking action to support you. Surround yourself with positive people who help empower you. Create solid boundaries with anyone who feeds your insecurities and self-doubt. That includes the narcissist in your life and their enablers and flying monkeys. And start taking positive action to build your self-confidence. If you have left your narcissistic relationship and are trying to move on and rebuild your life, follow the points I have just mentioned. And also, you may find yourself navigating your way through dealing with the grief of your loss. 
I often talk about this during my lives on social media. We grieve multiple things, the loss of the relationship, the loss of the person who was our life partner, the loss of who we used to be, the loss of the years invested in this relationship, the loss of shattered dreams and much more. Start your healing journey and take it day by day. Be kind to yourself. This is the time that you need it the most. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. I would love to know what resonated most with you. For feedback and support, you can reach out to me through my socials, which you will find in the description box. You are welcome to join my private Facebook community, Remarkable You. This community is there to support, uplift and empower women like you to live their best lives. If you would like to have a chat with me, you can book a free 30-minute clarity call. You may email me at inquire at whisperedmind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. I would love for you to tune in every week as I upload an episode every Friday. I would love for you to subscribe, rate, download or share the episode in order to reach more people who may benefit from hearing my message. In the next episode, I talk about step into your power and rebuild your life after a breakup. I look forward to connecting with you then. Wishing you love and peace, my friend.